Hello and welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures off and running on this, the 1st of September. What? Come on! Wasn't long ago that I was like, oh, I'm so glad summer's here. I'm not going to let it slip by. I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm not going to take it for granted. I'm going to go out and enjoy life and do any of that shit. Even worse, I kind of just sat there and watched it all go by. It's so much more fun to just sit around. I don't know. There's something about it. I I think more the uh, the idea of anticipating that you have the opportunity to seize the day and then not actually seizing the day. Now that's bullshit. I like seizing the day, but that requires more effort than I'm willing to put out, I guess. I don't know. There's always kind of like a balance that needs to be attained that, that at 52 years old, I strive for and, and haven't, haven't really been able to accomplish that. But what the hell, you know, at least I got to see the film Samaritan, which for the third day in a row, I need to discuss things about Samaritan because the dumbass who suggested, well, who made me watch it, Adam uh, Balboa, who his love for Stallone is, is just sick. He sent me, he took umbrage as far as umbrage can be taken with my suggestion (laughs) that because of what I saw in the film, that Stallone's character Samaritan is powered by ice cream. He says, no, it's when he gets injured, he overheats and he needs to cool down. So he takes cold showers and eats ice cream. He is not powered by ice cream. Well, no, in a way he is. Because if he doesn't eat the ice cream, he won't be powering anything. If he doesn't eat the ice cream, his heart explodes. That's what he said in the film. So I don't want to hear your, he doesn't, he's not powered by ice cream. I, I beg to differ. The character is in fact powered by ice cream. Was there a, uh, a, a giant freezer in Stallone's apartment full of ice cream? Yes or no? Yes. Well, what do you, that stuff's not just going to sit there and get freezer burned. He's going to eat that. And, uh, another problem. He comes out of retirement in the film. He hadn't been doing any super strong things. Why would he even need a chest full of ice cream to power himself if he's not doing anything? The thing was just terrible. I don't remember one bit of dialogue from him. It Oh, God. I wrote whatever minor details. I say he's fueled by ice cream. And then he shows me an image that I'll just have to describe to you of um, a shelving unit he has at his residence, which is full of these toys. Uh, One of uh, Rocky fighting Apollo, Rocky fighting Mr. T or Clubber Lang, and then Rocky fighting Drago. He's got uh, a Mickey bobblehead. It is quite a shrine. I I must admit it is. It's ridiculous. He's got a lot of other ones too. I see Terminator. 
the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Rambo, obviously. This is disturbing. He says, I cannot wait for a Samaritan action figure. And I said, you need to get a mini freezer and fill it with ice cream so that Samaritan can get fuel. All caps. Great idea. Question from Amanda. Is he married? Yes, he is. I would love to interview his better half about this disgusting habit. This this weird obsession. Amanda says, how? That's a great... He must have a giant, perfect penis. Adam Balboa must have quite a fantastic crank. Then he writes, did you know Stallone did the voice work of King Shark in the latest Suicide Squad movie? I'm like, what? No, why would I know that? No one knows that. I wrote, ha ha, never saw it. And then he sent me a picture of the character King Shark, which is, of course, on his little wall of fame here. All right, I'm seeing also various uh, DVDs. Star Trek collection, Star Wars collection. I don't, I don't really have any collection that I put on display. I don't know if that makes me good or bad. I don't have any collections or anything like that. And what does that say? Is there, we, we should get an in-depth study about people who collect things like this. Some type of uh, peek into their brains. Manus is actually, I probably shouldn't talk. I will confess I have baby Yoda up all over my house. Is not known as baby Yoda. Uh, the character is called something else. It escapes me. Grogu. There you go. Grogu is the stupid thing. The only thing worse than a person having that type of character up all over their house is guy who gets agitated when you don't say Grogu. I said, ha ha, I never saw the film you're talking about, the Suicide Squad movie. And he says, well, you better go increase the cost of Cameo. I'll tell you what, if you ever make me do this again, I'm going to decline it. This is what you do, Adam. If you want me to watch another stupid Stallone movie... I'm going to temporarily increase the price of Cameo to $500. Apparently yesterday I suggested that Adam Balboa is one bad comment away from being grouped in with the, with the uh, Deniacs. I responded with laughy emoji. He responds with also, I loved the quote, no kid has ever read a book and thought I want butt sex crack. Referring to the uh, story about the libraries. All right. So that kind of made me laugh. Welcome in. I have an update for you as we do this show from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. I have an update on the kid who got on top of the subway car 
and was uh, subway car surfing somewhere in New York City, one of the boroughs. And the next thing you know, he's minus an arm. They didn't really go into the uh, specifics in the article about how his arm got ripped off. He was subway surfing and somehow the next thing you know, he's walking around the platform like that dude from the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan looking for his arm, except it was actually down in the pit where the tracks are. One of the workers had to go get the arm while people tended to the kid. They said that uh, he's only 15 his name is Hamza Muhammad. Uh, he he was in shock and just kind of like looking around like, yep, no big deal. The doctors are not able to reattach the arm. That's unfortunate. According to mom. Mom is uh, speaking out about the incident. Now, what I, I'm hoping... When it says she's speaking out, she says, I cannot believe that uh, from my body, I birthed such a stupid individual. We've heard about kids doing stupid shit before. But this is uh, one of the one of the all time greats. Mom, however, is displaying some stupidity too with these comments. Mom told the New York Post just the other day she's trying to console him by saying to him, son, accidents happen. Hold on. This is not an accident. An accident is bumping into someone. An accident can cause you to get your arm ripped off. If it's accidental, negligence, stupidity, uh, bad decision-making does not equate to an accident, okay? That's just dumb to say. The family of 15-year-old Hamza Muhammad is trying to be supportive and remain positive in the wake of the dangerous stunt. Shaken mother said he lost his arm, his left arm, but he's going through everything. He's doing okay, said uh, mother Soha Muhammad. I told him accidents happen in our life and it's tough for us, but we can get through it because we're strong. Yeah, I I wouldn't even be able to uh, muster up the strength to say that. She's clearly an enabler. Had she not been such an enabler and kicked his ass a few times when he was growing up, uh, perhaps this wouldn't have happened. The kid obviously knew he could get away with it. So I blame the mother for all of this. I told him accidents happen in our life. It's tough for us, but we can get through it because we're strong. What an inappropriate comment. It should just say, I told him he's a dumbass. And he deserves all of this. Uh, Hamza had surgery yesterday. 
at which time the family is hoping to learn whether he can be fitted with a prosthetic. She said doctors haven't told the family when Hamza can go home, but an update is expected uh, very, very soon. I just need him to be okay, and then we'll see everything, the mom said. The family was never even aware of subway surfing until the accident Monday, she added. So she'd never even heard of it. So imagine being her when the cops show up and they're like, yeah, hey, uh, your son has been hurt. Oh, really? What happened? Uh, Was it an accident? No, no, it wasn't an accident. He was on top of a subway car surfing it. And then the mom would have to say, well, that's clearly an accident. And then the cop's like, well, no, that's not accidental. That's stupid. And then this dumbass mom is like, no, that's, that's an accident. Maybe she actually thinks that he like wandered up there and didn't know where he, where he was going. Hamza was with a group of friends on the northbound R train in Jackson Heights, 1025 AM Monday, when he fell from the train and landed on the tracks. His arm, I don't know, it says, then it just says his arm was detached from the elbow down. Um, yeah, I don't know if it landed on the tracks and then a train went over it. There's no way, right? I mean, how the hell did it fall off? Arms don't just fall off, right? Or did he fall off the train and then put his weight down on his hand and then his, his arm broke off. Is that what happened? Cause that sounds ridiculous. What is this guy made of Lego? His arm was detached from the elbow down with a severed limb found under the R train. A transit worker told the post on Monday, the boy was taken to Bellevue hospital. Why can't anybody ask more questions about how it actually fell off? Arms don't just fall off for God's sake. I need a few more details on this. Uh, Mom Soha said the family hasn't told Hamza's little brother of the extent of the injury. We told him there was an accident and it was a bad situation and his brother and his brother come back soon. Soha, okay, obviously she speaks English as a second language. Well, okay, welcome to the United States, Soha. Sorry about your son's arm. Not an accident, though. Jesus. Welcome into this show. If you ever want to reach me, you can reach out via email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. On the Shoreliners striping inbox. So glad that you can check in. Tyler says, fitting he was on the R train. Uh, Amanda says, oh, please, no GoFundMe. And Tyler, prior to that, said, I really hope this isn't one of those times where there's a $5 million GoFundMe for him. Yeah, probably. Bob says she was calling him an accident. Amanda suggested, is this the type of scene where Dennis Hopper gets decapitated from the movie Speed? Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. I don't know. There, it, it, it seems like there would be more damage than just his arm. 
Not sure. All right. So email me if you have any uh, suggestions on the show or you have any stories you want to send along. I always appreciate those. Eric at ericsaintshow.com. For folks who are uh, getting the show on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube right now, it is time to send you off on your day. I give you a uh, handful of moments on it, and then the rest of it, you must go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Uh, give yourself a little username, whatever that may be, and then hit the follow button. You know when I go live, you get the show uninterrupted on Twitch. Uh, otherwise, have a great day. If you want to download the audio podcast of this, wherever you uh, get podcasts, you can just search Eric Zane Show, and there I am. And you can listen to the audio podcast at your leisure. So uh, thank you very much. Have a good one. And uh, we say goodbye to them. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by my friends at uh, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. E-R-Vines. Irvine's.com. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And YouTube, Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Kind of a wonky week. Taking a little time off. We got the Friday thing. No show Friday. No new show on Friday. I will have not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast on Friday for you on the free platform. I will have not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast on Monday, Labor Day, and then back with fresh shows on Tuesday. Uh, ben and Eric, we're not we're skipping that this week because of. As soon as I get done with the podcast today, Patreon and free, then shutting it down for that period of time. Hopefully you're uh, spending time with the family. I think of all the holidays, Labor Day is the one that is uh, really suspect to me. I think the Labor Day holiday, it, it's kind of, I mean, I'm glad it's there because we get time to take it off, but is there anyone that really celebrates labor day uh what are we doing there are we celebrating unions are we celebrating the american workforce uh the way the american workforce was are we i mean what is it what is it that we actually are celebrating on labor day and why is it do we give a shit about labor day and I mean, of all the holidays, we should give more of a shit about like the King holiday. And I don't know that we do. I mean, pretty much America takes the day off on Labor Day. But not all of us take the day off on the King holiday. I would say, I would say that the King holiday needs to move up the depth chart. You know, I think that's up there with like Memorial Day or Easter. All right. But nevertheless, that's what you do. You get the extra day off. You get shit faced. You eat barbecued food. Off you go. Calories do not count on vacation. This is where any work that I've, uh, 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 gained any gains at all from exercise the past 10, 11 weeks, probably going to go out the window. I am going, going to bring running gear up North. There's a chance that I may say, well, 
I I mowed the grass up here. That's gonna have to do it for the workout. Or uh, I chainsawed these logs. That's the same. Um. Yes. Yeah, so here we go. Time off. Hope you enjoy it. And we'll be back on Tuesday. I got a uh, email from Bobby. It's just hilarious. And um, Bobby, uh, sweet Bobby, lives in Indiana. That's B-O-B-B-I, Lady Bobby. And uh, I, uh, she stumbled a, uh, she stumbled upon an article that she sent along, and she said, maybe this is your problem concerning me and my eating habits. The article says the differences between just overeating and a binge eating disorder, also known as a BED. Bobby is saying, maybe you have a binge eating disorder. So I go, oh, no way. And then I read the damn thing. Now it says what you may think is just a bad habit could actually be a mental health disorder. Now, let me explain to you, uh, that the other day, um, I sat down at about nine o'clock and there was uh, a bag of these, uh, wavy lays and uh well i had a chip a chip the next thing you know i'm making a beeline to the fridge because we have that uh it's called a hell of a good chip dip and that chip dip is dangerous it's so good that i think that if you just opened it up and ate it like yogurt with a spoon, that that would be acceptable. It is so damn good. And, uh, I opened it up and there was enough of it gone that, um, when I stuck my hand into it, I'm getting like chip dip, like on my fingers and I don't want that. So I could just take a little bit of it out and put it into a bowl, but no, I scooped out like the last third of it. So we're talking about quite a bit of this chip dip. Now, I would guess that most normal people would have a few chips with some dip. But uh, no, I ended up eating all of it. And I don't... Oh, my God. Just devastating. And the thing is, the, the, the chips... The problem with those wavy lays is only like the first five chips are whole chips. And then it's just like chips of chips. And I hate that. So this is going to sound terrible, but, uh, I took like a handful of the small chips and just dumped them in my bowl of hell of a good dip and just kind of like mixed it all up and then just like ate it with a, with a fork. And, uh, I felt disgusted with that. Um, I don't know. Just something hideous. I mean, who? My God. Absolutely ridiculous. I basically had uh, a, a cereal version of hell of a good chip dip 
where the cereal was the chips and the hell of a good uh, chip tip was the milk. Chris says, I've done that. That, hey, I don't, I'm glad you said that. I don't feel as bad. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. All right. So getting back to this article. Your old pal Eric Zane may have a binge eating disorder. According to the National Eating Disorders Association, the NEDA or, or NEDA, binge eating disorder is severe and can be life-threatening, but is also treatable. Okay, if I have this, I don't know if I want it treated. It's characterized by recurrent episodes of eating large quantities of food. Check. I do that. This is typically done very quickly. Check. And to the point of feeling uncomfortable. Check. In fact, when Bobby sent this, she said, didn't you say you sometimes eat so much that you puke? Now, I haven't done that, and that's true, but I haven't done that in a long time. This is typically done. Very quickly, to the point of feeling uncomfortable, other characteristics of BED or bed include a feeling of loss of control during the binge, check, and shame or guilt after it. Uh, I don't know about that. Shame or guilt. No. I kind of like am really proud of myself. Maybe a little bit. I kind of marvel at the amount of food that I can put away. So I, I don't know if that if I can say that. Notably, bulimia involves unhealthy compensatory measures like purging after a binge while a binge eating a uh, binge eating disorder does does not do that. Uh, then there's some boring nomenclature that doesn't mean anything to us. Diagnostic criteria. Eating within a discrete time period, an amount of food that is definitely larger than what most people would eat in that time period under similar circumstances. Okay, well, that is without a doubt me. A sense of lack of control over eating during the episode. Yeah? Don't want to admit it, but yeah. Eating more rapidly than normal. Yes. I'm getting to the point now where if you put, okay, if you were to put a Bosco's burger in front of me and I'm surrounded by people, I'm like, all right, dude, you're going to embarrass yourself if you eat this the way you want to eat this. And that is fast. I, oh my God, do I love eating fast. The faster, the better. Eating until feeling un- uncomfortably full. Eating large amounts when not hungry. 
Okay, yeah, I have eaten until I felt uncomfortably full. Eating large amounts when not hungry. No. I don't do that. Eating alone because of embarrassment. A little because of... No, I, I can't say that. Um, I can control myself. Okay? Like when I sit down with you guys at Bosco's, I'm like, All right, don't eat too fast. Just ease up. I, I do have that degree of control. Feeling disgusted, depressed, or guilty afterward? No, I don't. I don't do that. No, I am. I want. I'm proud, and I give myself a high five. Mark distress regarding binging. No, the binge occurs on average at least once a week for three months. Nah, I can't say that. The binge eating is not associated with inappropriate compensatory behaviors like purging does not occur exclusively during the course of... No. So that it's not like bulimia. According to Healthline, binge eating disorder is a medical condition. Overeating is not. BED is also associated with other psychological symptoms like depression and anxiety. I guess I guess maybe I can have like just, just like... Uh, uh, you know, some a la carte pieces of a binge eating disorder. Like when that asshole Mike Ball brings over those strawberry shortcakes. All I want to do is grab him out of his hand, slam the fucking door, and just get down to work. Get to work. By the way, I'm at 171 right now. So despite all of this shit, I've still dropped 15. I still look like shit, but I don't, I definitely don't weigh as much 15 pounds down. And I'm not really proud of it because I still look like a big bag of shit. I hate that. Mr. 10 does not look like looking like shit. Uh, if you end up with a diagnosis, here's what you need to know. First, getting the diagnosis is a good thing as BED can cause health complications like asthma, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, in addition to mental health problems like depression and anxiety. Second, there are treatments available. Typically, people with BED will be treated with some type of psychotherapy or counseling. And there will be a medical or nutritional component. Nah, that ain't me. I don't have any of those problems. I'll just run like crazy for now. But if I stop, I'm dead. Instant diabetes. Like the next day. God, I hope not. Join me on the Patreon when this show is done. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Five or ten bucks a month. You get more podcasting each and every day of the week. The work week, that is, with the Patreon bonus. You've got the Lost Zane recordings, the Insane Asylum. I just posted a new episode of the Insane Asylum today. Not to mention the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Normally, we're not doing it this week. Uh, normally, we do. And then a smarter uh, than a former drug dealer trivia played that game yesterday with Tobias taking on Dale. It was a hell of a game. Started out slow, picked up in pace. You can check it out. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and the live stream of this show brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 
you are in the market for a mortgage, please consider Mario. Doesn't matter where you are in the U.S. either, with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. 231-332-6505. Thank you, Mario. Whether it's your first mortgage or your 10th, Mario can help you out. Maybe you just need a little cash out of your home that you have now to pay off a credit card bill. That's totally fine, too. It's smart because uh, interest rates on credit cards are sky high. So uh, borrow that money out of your home. I mean, if you owe ten grand, you are going to have to pay the ten grand one way or another. It would be smart of you to pay five percent uh, interest on ten thousand dollars, as opposed to thirty percent interest on ten thousand dollars. So get the money out of your home with a low interest rate. Take what you get and pay off the balance of the credit card. You'll be saving a lot of money in the long run. Uh, bear with me as I, uh, if you're listening to the audio podcast, you can't see this, but occasionally folks on the video live stream, see me stand on one leg and then, uh, extend my leg out. Look at the fact that I'm wearing, first of all, the grout fit, gray top, gray shorts, blue, dark blue socks that go up to my calf with slippers on. What a look. Oh my God, I am such an asshole. This is fantastic. <laughs> you so don't give a shit when you're dressed like this. This is great. Uh, Corey says, are you colorblind as well? Oh, wait, uh, what, what do you see? What do it? Do I see something that uh, you don't see? I don't know. It looks like a gray shirt to me. What does it look like to you? Stevie says that is an I've given up look. I'm comfortable. I'm so comfortable. Isn't that what we all want? You want your old pal Eric Zane to be comfortable. That's how we get this done. All right. Uh, Thanks again to Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. Chris K., who's enjoying the show right now, he says, I need to call him because I might have to get a furnace installed. I suggest you do it now. Reach out to him and get the, uh, and get the ball rolling. Reach out to Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. Rickety Rocket with the fun line. You look like a Dutch tulip farmer. Thank you. A&E heating and cooling, whether it's scheduled maintenance, a uh, emergency service call, or they're installing a new furnace or an air conditioner. They'll even put in a water heater for you. 616-516-8579. Local dude, FedEx drivers driving around. This is the last thing we need. This crazy white guy losing his mind and uh, approaching the uh, FedEx driver, who's a black dude, and uh, attacking him and calling him racial slurs. Now, part of me just thinks the guy's crazy and 
Well, but he's he's a, he's a crazy racist. Uh, audio check, video check. Poor dude, just minding his own business, doing his job, and then this shit happens. I I uh I I have to give the guy credit on the restraint, the uh, FedEx driver. Shocking video showing a man punching a FedEx driver in Portage and using several racial slurs. It happened. Part of me was like, as soon as I saw the headline, I was like, I hope it's Ben. On Bruning Street over the weekend in News 8's Whitney Bernie in the newsroom after talking with that driver. Whitney? Terrell Lipsy started driving for FedEx two years ago, and he says he's never experienced anything like this while driving that route. Tonight, we're not showing the attacker's face because he hasn't been charged. A normal Saturday delivering packages. He's a white guy. He won't be charged for about another six months. Packages. Huh? Turns ugly. Give your father. Give your father. What the? <laughs> you dumb black. <laughs> okay, now I can't tell what the idiot is saying. <laughs> but the. But the uh, bleeps are all N-words, I guess. Nah, dude, a random man attacking 23-year-old FedEx driver Terrell Lipsy while repeatedly calling him the N-word. I was shocked, confused, really irritated at the time, obviously. And so he ended up, like, stepping up into my truck, and I told him, I was like, no, you have to get down, and, like, you, like, you, you can't be up here. And, and then I ended up calling the police, and he... You see, Terrell... Um... He had the advantage here when the guy is getting on the truck. Terrell just told him not to, but he could very easily have just kicked him right in the face and it would have been okay. At least in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe maybe FedEx would have fired him. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's you gotta you gotta go ghetto. You gotta go medieval on these people, on these lunatics. When they come after you like that, I think that uh, it, it's a little, he's a little too calm, Terrell Lipsy is. He started like throwing stuff at me from my truck. He was like pulling fuses out of uh, the, uh, out of the little thing up there. And it didn't stop there. Lipsy says the man then followed him to homes and began stealing packages. What? This one had medical supplies inside. As soon as I seen him swing, I couldn't even finish the video and I caught him and so by now, I, I'm living. Lipsy's mother, Kathy Faison, still processing the almost 10-minute-long interaction. Mom, uh, Mom's got a piercing on her tongue. Um, does that mean that she, uh, why, why do people get that? Is that for aesthetics or is that functional uh, when giving oral? Does anyone know? Deal with the uh, racial slurs, and I'm not sure what it was. I'm not sure if. Why is this guy's mommy talking? Uh, Terrell Lipsy's 24 years old, and his mom's speaking on his behalf. He, it should just be him talking about how much he kicked this guy's ass. It's mental or whatever, but for me, it's very upsetting. The incident now sparking concern for other delivery carriers. This was hate all the way. And if he's that anger 
you know, he could have easily took this young man's life. His mother could have been at the medical examiner's office trying to identify her son. In a statement to our newsroom, FedEx says, quote, we are both saddened and outraged by the behavior exhibited in this video, and our first concern is for the driver involved. They go on to say they're working with Lipsy and police to further address the attack. It was just crazy to me that somebody just randomly just kind of could do something like that. Yeah. Lipsy says he's now working with the Portage Department of Public Safety to press charges. We did request a copy of that police report to confirm an arrest and learn what charges, if any, that individual could be facing. Yeah, why isn't that guy arrested? He should be arrested right this second. They, they, they need to track him down right away. Uh, the question, was the delivery late? Kenny says he stood up ready to throw down, but then remembered he was on the clock. Chris says, I'd be carrying one of those big cans of bear spray. Kyle says FedEx, quote, we're so concerned we gave him an extra large bottle to use as a bathroom while making deliveries. Uh, you know, uh, Ben delivers FedEx, and, you know, we, uh, we aren't able to get Ben in on the show this week for uh, uh, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. It, it, it might be a good idea if we... Uh, I had an impromptu version right now and brought in our buddy Ben Glaze. As he is uh, making his rounds as a delivery driver right now for that uh, same company. Hey, Ben. Hello. Hey, Ben. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Oh, good. How are you? I'm not bad. I was just uh, showing a story about some kid, uh, 24-year-old dude, FedEx driver who got attacked. By? Well, it was, uh, it was some crazy white guy attacked the black guy and was calling him terrible names. Oh. Yeah. Do, I, do you know who Terrell Lipsy is? No. Is it weird that he's a black guy and his last name is Lipsy? <laughs> so is this, was this local? Uh, Portage, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, I've probably seen him around then. Okay. Well, uh, his description is he's young and black. So if you All see right. him, if you see him, maybe you know. But uh, <laughs> right. there's not too many young black guys around. Right, here, so. they, they they just don't exist. Um, okay, so <laughs> yeah, th this dude, he so, some crazy white guy would just walked up to the truck and he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" And then the guy threw threw a punch at him, and then uh, started calling him terrible names. And then the guy just like ignored him and went on his route while he was calling the cops. And they delivered a package to somebody's porch. And the stupid white guy went up and took the package off the porch. Oh, geez. This guy's crazy. Yeah. So, um, any. You uh, leave uh, Lipsy alone. You do need to leave Lipsy alone. Uh, ben, we're not going to be able to do the podcast this week because uh, I'm leaving town. Uh, yeah, that's true. Which means uh, uh, Deniacs are probably going to show up and destroy my home while I'm gone. Uh, I fully right. expect that. But uh, what's going on in your world, Ben? Uh, just uh, nothing. <laughs> I work this weekend on the wonderful Labor Day weekend. You work over like all weekend long? Well, I do get Monday off, but I have to work Sunday. All right. Well, you know, uh, we'll so and I then can't really do anything. Uh, that we'll, we'll get back after it this coming weekend or this coming sounds, week. Sounds good to me. All right, Ben, I'll talk to you. 
Oh, uh, I'm going to see uh, a three dollar movie. They have three dollar movies this weekend. Oh, what what is that? Celebration Cinema on Saturdays. Uh, three dollar movies and then five dollar movie and popcorn. What is the film you're going to see? Oh, uh, the only one that's out right now is Bullet Train it's with not, Brad Pitt. It sounds terrible. Oh, it's going to be. There's a there's <laughs> a movie. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yes. Okay. There's a movie out called Samaritan. Oh no, I I, I do not want to watch that piece of shit. It. Let me just say, he's a superhero, and he's yeah. fueled by ice cream. Okay. <laughs> I, I heard your review of the first half of the movie, and it doesn't sound great. Oh my god, dude! It's so bad. Oh. Did you finish it? I did. Um, after the first 40 minutes, I started hitting the bounce ahead button, which is was such a blessing. <laughs> I mean, it's really, really great. But, um, but I'm, I'm guessing the second half of the movie has to be spectacular oh, for, uh, Adam Balboa to recommend it. It's even worse. It's even worse. <laughs> it's so bad. It, it actually makes me angry that a person could think that that is an acceptable film. Yeah, him and uh, Benjamin Weller, I think, both recommended that movie. Yeah, those Ben Weller, what a dumbass that guy is. <laughs> uh, all, all right, right, buddy. Well, I appreciate it so much. Yeah, no problem. Thank be, you. Yeah, be safe. Watch out for the dogs. All right, I will. Okay, buddy. See all ya. right, see ya. Kyle Ryan, who really wants to get on my shit list, says bounce ahead is a blessing, especially when there is ad reads. All right, uh, I will kick your ass. Actually, I probably can't. Amanda says, I'm so glad they're friends again. Are you referring to Ben and myself? I think you are. Yeah, well, it's all Ben's fault. Ben's the one who lost his mind forever ago and wrote his Unabomber manifesto about your old pal Eric Zane. I was like, what? So that was ugly. And then finally, his senses uh, got, he started to talk some sense to himself and reached out and apologized for that terrible behavior of his. Thank God. And now we're good. See, I am very forgiving. I have a lot of grace. So if any of those dumb shit Deniacs can get over themselves and ask for forgiveness, I will accept their apology and let them back in. Otherwise, no. Absolutely. If someone asks me for forgiveness, I will forgive. Always. All right. Thank you to Ben for joining us on an impromptu version of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, at least for a little bit. Uh, there is a new type of jewelry that is being talked about. Some chick on TikTok has figured out a way to take, uh, well, just about anything, dehydrate it, powder it, uh, grind it up pistol and mortar style, Blend it with clay 
to create jewelry. The ingredient that someone suggested that she use is jizz. I hate every bit of this. This chick uh, started talking about this. And then people started like, hey, can you make me some jewelry? And she's actually making legit pearl necklaces out of semen. Now, what's horrible in the Vice article is um, in this image here, this is a, some type of container with, that doesn't look, it looks strange to me. Uh, and and uh, all of these pieces of jewelry, the necklace, uh, the, 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 the earrings, this, this shark's tooth, and all of this is made from semen. Now, I don't know, man. jizzy jewelry for some customers it says it's a kink for others it's more sentimental uh just i i hate all of this uh jeweler and sculptor amanda booth opened a package of bottled semen first thing in the morning it was a mistake she'd only make once she writes Fresh samples are one thing, but when they've been in the mail for a little bit, I mean, it smells like semen. You know what I mean? Okay, so is is the suggestion then that the semen is like, uh, you know, like when milk goes bad? Is that what we're talking about there? Is it is it a rotted semen smell? And I, I mean, I've never smelled semen rot. Idiots, lunatics send samples to her workshop where it's dehydrated, powdered, and incorporated into wearable clay beads or trinkets. So, okay. Now she's, in my opinion, I'm guessing she's just, people are sending her the jizz and then she throws it away. And then she takes Play-Doh and makes the stupid trinket, lets it harden, and then sends it back to him. And says, oh, here you go. And then charges people an arm and a leg for this. And then they're like, oh, look, I'm so cool. I've got a jizz necklace. This is so great. She adds, we process them at the end of the day. Otherwise, we're sitting in the smell all day. We did it in the morning one day. And it was just like, no, I'm never doing that again. I don't know. Why don't you wear a mask? She started a jewelry business in 2021 making wearable sculptures and trinkets out of people's bodily fluids and ashes. Breast milk, cremated remains of loved ones or pets, fur, and locks of hair. After someone commented on one of her TikTok videos if she'd ever consider incorporating man juice, Booth made a half-joking Facebook post about jizzy jewelry and started receiving actual serious orders for it. She tested the process with her husband first to figure out how much jizz would be needed to work into a sculpture. At least a teaspoon 
makes for the right clay to come ratio, she determined. But more is better. And whether the polymer clay would hold up to oven baking. It turned out fantastic. God, I'm thinking that some of uh, some of the members of the group formerly known as the Zaniacs would just basically have a string with all of the jewelry eaten off of it, like those old candy things you got back in the day. Don't suck a big black dick because I know you want to hear it. What happened to your jewelry? I ate it. I ate it. It was delicious. Yeah, I paid a lot of money for it. I, I couldn't help myself. Voice of an angel. Uh, she posted her first TikTok about making her first jizzy pieces last month. That video went viral. Audio check. Video check. This is that moment. So I put up a half-assed joke um, post on Facebook because a long time ago, somebody well, commented look at, on one of my TikToks. She's grinding it up right there. Oh, shit. I just ruined so it. So I put up a half-assed joke um, post on Facebook because a long time ago, somebody commented on one of my TikToks asking me if I'd ever incorporated um, man juices into a piece before. <laughs> my team thought it was hilarious. They came up with the term jizzy jewelry. Anyways, so apparently it's um, something that people want and it is something that people have now ordered. So I am testing um, a sample that my husband lovingly uh, provided and I'm going to make myself a few jizzy jewelry pieces um, to see how it works. How yeah, it it's just clay. All that is is clay with powdered jizz woven, uh, uh, pressed into it. It's not like anything. It's stupid. Um, and how it holds up since I have a few samples already on the way from purchase pieces. So I did two separate ones. I did one. Um the only person who would wear this. Okay. So then they, they, they have Play-Doh on their neck with a little bit of jizz in it. That's all this is. And as they walk around, they're just hoping that someone says, Hey, I like your necklace. And then the exhibitionist in them is going to say, yeah, Hey, it's semen. Um, with just so stupid um, this the, whole thing is dumb uh, powder and then uh, the second one I added a little bit of mica powder just to make it a little iridescent I made a bead um, that I'm gonna make a ring for myself I made some beads for a bracelet because um, I want to uh, try new wire wrapping and then I'm making myself a pendant as well I also made myself a little pearl so stay tuned I guess uh, so I put up a half a okay the only people who would buy this are fucking idiots this is so stupid Amanda asks, do you think she licks her fingers while she does it? Sarah thinks it's fake. I don't. I don't think it's fake. I think she actually is doing it. And there are enough cretins in the world. That would, uh, that would uh, engage in something like this. I mean, think about it. We had, uh, uh, that the one chick that was um, uh, uh, bottling her farts. Okay. And then people were like buying it. I mean, she couldn't even make, she couldn't even uh, uh, do it enough. She was making so much money. And then she, um, 
she was eating like all these uh, uh, foods that would cause her to fart a lot. And then it ended up like hurting her. But she was making like $150,000 a month in like sending off farts. Kenny says, Eric, you should order one for Diana. What, what do you, what, what is wrong with you? Uh, Mitch adds, I can't even believe I'm reading this. If she keeps grinding up the jizz and puts it in a pentagram, she'll summon the semen demon. You asshole. How much jizz dust do you think she's inhaled while grinding those samples up? Oh my God. You're not kidding. It would make like jizz boogers. Like if you ever get into a dusty environment, you know, I mean, you, you pick your nose and, oh God, good thing my nose hairs are working. It's going to be full of nose jizz. God, this whole thing is stupid. All right. Um, I wonder how much this costs. Does it even say? Uh, for a lot of Booth's customers, it's a kink thing. One of Booth's clients who has to remain anonymous uh, indicated that she and her long-term partner are loosely part of the BDSM community. Um, so that is I, bondage, dominatrix, sadomasochism, I think. And have bracelets that act as collars or pieces of jewelry that typically symbolize a consensually possessive relationship. Ugh. After researching further into the Jizzy Jewelry Shop, we both thought it would be the ultimate you are mine type collar. Would be our little secret and inside joke. Another client indicated that her husband commissioned a simple pearl pendant because they wanted something that symbolizes the dominant and submissive aspect of their relationship. Any relationship that centers around that is doomed. My God. Relationships shouldn't be that involved. You know, joint bank account will work just fine. We don't need to go down the road of you wearing my dry jizz around your finger or your neck. You wiping it off your belly is quite enough. We don't need anything more than that. Oh, uh, why not go further? Uh, why not uh, collect uh, the next thing in this scheme? You know somebody's going to say, can I send you some uterine sludge from my last menstrual cycle? My husband wants to wear freeze-dried uterine sludge from my last uh, period sluicing. Could you maybe take that, dehydrate it, and make it into a necklace? Hey, that's a beautiful necklace. Yes, it's my wife's uterine sludge. Can I interest you in getting one yourself? You can go to this website. You know that's next. A show of hands. Is the term uterine sludge 
maybe the most horrible uh, sequence of words that have ever been said on this show. A placenta pendant. No, let's even go further. How about a beautiful uh, late-term abortion grinding? Could we maybe go with that and put that into a necklace? Some ground baby face could be made into a pendant. (laughs) Fucking terrible. Why do you people watch this show or listen to it? That's just the worst. Okay, some sick asshole uh, was on an airplane. And uh, I, I rarely use airdrop, but if you, um, if someone is like has their airdrop on, you can just send them whatever, right? Isn't that how it works? Some dumbass on a plane. I, I shouldn't say dumbass. It's pretty brilliant. Because if I'm on a plane and I see, I wouldn't send a picture of my ding dong like this guy was, but I mean, I'd probably drop a picture of O'Neal or Bruce or somebody like that or, or, or one of my pets, somebody, one of the pets or something fun um, because that's how I think. But some asshole was sending naked pictures on airdrop and the plane was, it was a Southwest flight. And the plane is taxiing down the runway. And the pilot had to get on the thing. And um, and say, all right, enough sending nudes. There you go. TikTok, hang on. So here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. And it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures. Let's get yourself to Cabo. The fact that the pilot has to say, look, all I want to do is uh, tell you about the altitude, uh, when we're going to get to the gate, or maybe uh, the, the stupid reasons that they make up about the delays. The last thing anybody expected was a lecture from the pilot uh, telling everybody that if you don't stop sending nudes, I'll turn this plane around. Now, I guess that would work. I mean, if everybody wants to get to their destination, but what if you got the guy who's sending nudes who's only there to send nudes? So here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. And it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures. Let's get yourself to Cabo. <laughs> to Cabo. I like how when he's saying it, people are going, oh, ooh, ooh. They probably wanted to see some naked pictures. I guarantee you it was a dude sending pictures of his penis. There's no way in hell a woman would just randomly send pictures of her boobs. I don't know. Maybe she would. I, 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 I tend to believe that this was the guy that was doing it. Dumbass. Come on. Um, all right. Normally at about this time, I have Kyle on from Dumpster Divers. He is going to be joining us a little bit later today. 
at 9.30 Eastern Time. And he says, oh, my God, I've got a story for you. So I'm anxious to hear what is going on in his world. So I'll be talking to him in just a bit. Hey, if you have a business a business, or you know somebody who does, uh, have them reach out to me via email on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I would love to tell them about how marketing on this podcast works. Uh, one of the things you notice is uh, most of my sponsors don't change. They uh, join in and then they kind of stay here because it works. There is one exception. Our beloved pal, Jason Mays. Boy, I couldn't do shit for that poor dude. JM Synthetics, for the longest time, we did everything. We threw everything at the wall, and it just w- did not work. Jason, I'm sorry. I got I got nothing. Um, but anyway, most of these do work. Like my friends at My Policy Shop Insurance, Frank Fuss, the Medicare Advantage Plan slash Social Security Guru. If you or someone you know or love is getting set to turn 65, reach out to Frank. Let him help you take care of all of that T-crossing and I-dotting. 616-914-4070. Also, he's an expert on uh, healthcare.gov, also known as Obamacare or the marketplace. He is the absolute best. And all of Frank's services are free. So basically, I'm telling you about something free right now. 616-914-4070. If any of those uh, uh, particular things are in your future, reach out to Frank. So a lot of people who take advantage of uh, healthcare.gov or Obamacare are people who are either in between jobs they own their own business and they have to come up with their own insurance policies or um, maybe your employer does not offer insurance. Uh, I've taken advantage of healthcare.gov for years now and it's because of Frank that this is an easy process. He makes his money from the insurance companies, not from you. That's why I stress that Frank's services are free. Okay, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Smack dab in beautiful Grand Rapids, right in the middle. Irvines.com, E-R Vines, E-R Vines. Servicing all makes and models of European, domestic, and Asian vehicles. The exception being Volkswagens. They're the experts on EVs and hybrids. It's a damn good thing that they expanded the size of the business. They, like, doubled their um, area in their, they, they added on so they can work on more cars and good thing too, because before you know it, uh, a lot of people are going to be owning EVs and hybrids, probably more so EVs than hybrids. Um, but they are the experts on EVs. Okay. The dealerships send the cars that they can't fix to Irvine's. Reach out 616-532-6600. They have a free loaner car program so that you're not in the lurch hoping that people can uh, uh, drive you about and get you to work and stuff like that. They've got you covered. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. All right. There's a new movie coming out that I was tipped off about. Thank you, Kenny. I appreciate that, buddy. And uh, 
boy, I don't know, man. It's Amazon Prime, and that's the same place where I discovered uh, about where I saw Samaritan, and we all. So basically, they make shit movies, basing that on Samaritan. This one is a new Winnie the Pooh film. It's just stupid enough to work. It's a real action life, real life Winnie the Pooh film. So real people, like one guy is playing Pooh. Another guy is playing Piglet. Another guy is playing Eeyore. And another dude is playing Christopher Robin. So yeah, you got all the big hitters there. Okay. Audio, check. Video, check. Problem. This is a horror film. Here you go. You know, you're the first person I've ever shown this place to. And why am I so special? Because soon we'll be Christopher and Mary Robin. So Christopher Robin has grown up. He's brought his future wife there to the 100 Acre Wood. This is when I used to play make-believe. That's actually not a bad premise. I think he's onto something. We're not going to find them. We will. Pooh, Piglet, Eeyore. We were friends for many years, and they're out there. Is the actor who plays Christopher Robin, is he drunk? What the hell? He's, I can't even understand a word that guy's saying. We need to okay, you see that the chick, she sees that there's a skull there in the Hundred Acre Wood. Eeyore, R.I.P., it says. And there's a skull there. She doesn't like it. She wants to leave. Christopher, come on. We need to leave. Now. I Looks like Arya Stark. We really need to find out what's happening there, okay? So they're pissed because Christopher Robin left them. Okay, did you see that? Okay, look at there's Pooh. That is Pooh right there. It's a guy wearing a fucking Pooh mask. Oh, there's Pooh. Pooh's got her. Oh, oh, oh no. Watch this. Ah, she's gone. Boy, they're showing you a lot in this trailer. Basically, the minute and 54, you've just seen the movie. You, you know what's happening here. Oh, no. This place is kind of cold. Um, did you... So, okay, that starts with Christopher Robin and the chick get murdered. And then these five are going to show up and have a big lesbian extravaganza. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back up, back up, back up, back up. Okay. We're going to see uh, the whole group flash behind her. 
Did you see that? We need to go. There's the Laura's dead. There's someone else outside. Ah! What was that? Look at that's Piglet. No, that mo that was Eeyore. Or piglet, I don't know. Which one of them has tusks? What the fuck? Look at that. Holy shit. Oh! <laughs> Why are you doing this, please? I would have never left that. Place. Shut up, Christopher, you pain in the ass, pussy. Oh my god. Winnie the Pooh. Blood and honey is coming. Oh, yes. I would say that I need to watch this. I, I need to see this just because they, they made this film just to be ridiculous. All right. Yeah, we, we need to see this film. Maybe even as, you know what we should do? We should have like a screening of Winnie the Pooh, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey at like a venue. And we could have like a party. That would be so fantastic. A Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey watch party. Oh my God. Maybe, maybe that's what we're on to. Well, um, this is, this is just fantastic enough to work. I think that it, when you take something as ridiculous as, uh, Winnie the Pooh becoming a horror movie. Yeah, that, that actually would be fantastic. That has potential, a lot more potential than Samaritan. You know, people would at least, and I actually was getting angry watching Samaritan. Kyle from Dumpster Divers says, when's that fucking thing coming out skis? I don't know. Kenny says, Diana is going to threaten you now and bring up ways to kill you when you lose Pooh Bear points. I didn't even think about that. Amanda says, this is stupid. There's got to be a twist. Well, yeah, we just saw the twist. The twist is Winnie the Pooh is killing people. Is that not enough of a twist for you? Piglet Eeyore. Okay, uh, who, who are we forgetting? Uh, there's Piglet, Eeyore, Pooh. Maybe they change Tigger's name and it begins with an N. There's Kanga and Roo. <laughs> Rabbit. Yes. Or maybe the sweet characters, because Amanda says maybe they killed the sweet character. Well, those all were sweet characters. Uh, Kyle says, guaranteed, Christopher Robin is actually nuts now and had a break and became a serial killer, and he's actually doing it, but blaming it on fucking Winnie. <laughs> oh, shit. What a stupid movie. If you are, um, 
watching the uh, or listening to the show on just the audio podcast, make sure you click on the links in the show notes and uh, see it for yourself. All right. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Equally terrible. Okay, seriously. I don't normally give like a trigger warning. But this this video isn't that bad. You don't like see blood and guts. But this actually did happen. What I'm about to get into. And it was the scene from earlier in the week where um, the video got released from the ring doorbell cam. It's some normal neighborhood in Ohio. And mom and 22-year-old daughter come home from shopping. And... um, they're getting stalked by the 22-year-old's ex-boyfriend. Okay? Uh, in fact, there's an NBC news story on it that I want to actually play. That's what I want to do. Uh, and then I'm going to go over the raw video with you because I don't think NBC News is going to show you the raw video, but I'm going to show you the raw video without a doubt. Um and he uh, he tried to break into the house, okay? And dad was there. Well, first they said, no, go away. She doesn't want to see you. And instead of him just like sulking away, like, oh, no, she doesn't want. he decides to break into the home. And then dad's there with a pistol, and he shoots him three times, and he killed the fucker, which is the right thing to do. And uh, so this is how that unfolded. Tonight, new videos showing the deadly encounter on the porch of an Ohio family home. Mitchell Ducrow of Sydney shot and killed 22-year-old James Rail last month after it appears Rail tried Oops. to break into the house where his ex-girlfriend Allison lives. In video captured by a home security system and provided to NBC News by local police, you can see Rail first ringing the doorbell multiple times. He's like, hey, he's coming back. The family saying they asked him to leave, and then... I'm trying the door. Dad. No, the dad. Get off the porch. Oh my God, can you please hurry? Rail is shot three times. We've paused the video to obscure this graphic moment. He stumbles backwards and falls to the ground. Two minutes later, a bystander walks... There's his legs sticking out. He's dead as hell. ...up to Rail's lifeless body. Okay, well, he's not moving. You're good. Did you shoot him? Yes! Oh. Okay. Call the... Call my... We already, no, we already, we're on the phone with him right now. Rail. I like how the, the, the neighbor is scared of dead guy. He doesn't he doesn't know he's dead at the time. He doesn't do anything to see if he's okay. Bell was pronounced dead at the scene. He broke through the door and my dad shot at him. Audio from the 911 call confirms Allison Ducro phoned police while Rail was on the porch when she says he tried breaking into the family home. The pair previously dated but broke it off some time ago. The circumstances of their split, not clear. The family interviewed by police. Well, he started sending bobbleheads with the head cut off. That was that was the first problem. And the door was open is when I shot. 
Rail says. And then he, he showed up in front of my mailbox. Mr. Jessica Colbert says her brother went to the house to, quote, look out for Allison. He's there for a friend. Colbert, emotional at the loss of her baby brother. I fell to my knees. Because it couldn't be true. He's not supposed to die before me. Well, he's crazy, though. Last year, a new stand-your-ground law went into effect in Ohio, expanding rights for individuals using deadly force in situations of self-defense. Oh, yeah. Prosecutors in this... He shot him through the door, it looks like, through the uh, through the glass. ...case, deciding not to move forward with any charges against Mitchell Ducro. I think not only should Mr. Ducro be held accountable, but... What? So should the other people involved that did not do a full investigation. Wait a minute. So uh, you're telling me, sister, I understand you're grieving, but your brother tried to break into a home and these people did everything that they could to get him to stop doing that. Called police, told him to get off the porch, told him to leave. And then they used deadly force as a last resort. Uh, Shut up. But on that day, one month ago, Allison was grateful for what her father did. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not mad. Yeah. You think you can? I'm okay. Thank you for saving me. That's your best dad ever. You just saved my life. Uh. All right, Julie Serkin joins us now live in studio. We do want to mention that last piece of video was some body cam from police as well. So, so the sister you spoke to seemed to insinuate that the investigation was not over. What, what, what do we know? Yeah, she told me that the investigation was not complete. And tonight we are hearing from the Shelby County Sheriff's Office who dispute Jessica's allegations, saying they conducted a full investigation. The sheriff noted he understands the Rails family grief and added, and this is interesting, quote, a young man lost his life and there have been many other options. Options. But the law is the law, and we take oaths to uphold that law. You know, I do want to ask you that the ring cam, it's, it's a little tough to tell. Did, did, was the suspect actually able to get in the house, the ex-boyfriend, or is it just sort of a, a back-and-forth tug-of-war with him trying to break the door down? Yeah, Allison's father actually said that the suspect, the ex-boyfriend in this right. case, tried to gain entry, his shoulder actually starting to push that door open when he was fatally shot. Uh, all right. Let's back up. This is how this unfolded. Literally, mom shows up with the daughter. Stop it. This is unedited, by the way. If you don't like seeing people get shot, but I'm telling you, it's not bad. You don't see, like, brain fly out or anything. And I think he was shot in, like, the torso. Boys, in the house. Okay, here he, here he is. He's like, hey, he's coming back. Nope, 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 I'm calling. James, she doesn't want to talk to you. I just want to know if he's going to use my show notes. I, I, just, I just need to know if I should. I don't like people wasting my time. What about the show notes? Show notes. Show notes. Look at they're, they're they're going James no. Mike no. Mike no. We we know it's you. We can see your line beard. 
We can. We know your shirt's tucked in and you've got a carabiner attached to your pants with keys. Mike, no! Okay, so now he's trying to uh, break into the house and, and Dad just said, I've got my gun. Look at shot him three times, and then dude starts crib walking. Out of the out of the, he's like, oh boy, fuck, I've had enough. Uh-oh. That's it. Neighbors like, holy shit. He's fine. He don't have nothing. He don't have no gun. He don't have no gun. The neighbor's obviously a dem. The the neighbor's very liberal and anti-gun. neighbor's like well that doesn't mean you should have shot him if he breaks in and tries killing you that is not a reason to defend your home did you shoot him yes did you this guy's an idiot did you shoot him we just told you okay did you see him he likes he's scared of the dead guy This this neighbor, I mean, wouldn't you, uh, how do you don't know that he's dead? He broke into our door, coming after my daughter. But my husband shot. He took Marilyn and right behind me and my daughter in the car. Oh jeez. Yeah, so we got in here and he wouldn't. This is the the neighbor is reacting the same way you'd react if like you know the neighbor hasn't cut his lawn. Oh, really? Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you guys have a good rest of your, uh, you guys have a good Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're, oh, my God. He's fucking so sorry. I'm so sorry. He, honestly, this was a, this was a, that's me. Was he dangerous? <laughs> this guy is like, was he dangerous? No, he was not harmful in any way. We just shot him because he's nice. Okay, now the guy walks up to him. Okay, th- there was an edit. Cops. Cops are now here. The guy's dead. He died. The guy's dead. He died. I didn't even check, but he's dead. He was muttering something about being a deniac. Okay, you guys have your gun down? Yeah, yeah, we're right here. This guy, this guy just died. Do you have your gun down? Yes. Are you black? Yes. Boom! 
No, we're not. Wow. Wow, that is, uh, that is something. Kyle from Dumpster Diver says, this guy just died. LOL. What a narc. Kuiper, Kuiper says he did it for the show. <laughs> PSN Bleach. That's Stevie, right? I always get that mixed up. The neighbor doesn't understand. The guy lied to their ears. Amanda says, this is why I have a bat at home instead of a gun. Well, you're dumb. No, no, that's, uh, that's unfortunate that someone had to lose their life, but, uh, better you than me is what I always say. Jesse says, oh yeah, I go with a bat too. I would go with a bat if it was shaped uh, like a shotgun. And when you shot it, buckshot came flying out of it. And then your head no longer existed. That's the only bat that I would, that I would prefer, you know? All right. Uh, before we get to Kyle... If you need an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt, they're available at ericzaneshow.com. I would love you to do that. Uh, get a t-shirt, all sorts of different uh, styles there, available for you to check out. At my website, ericzaneshow.com. Hello to my friends at Berlin Raceway. Racing going on this weekend. Yesterday I said Sunday. That was wrong. It's Saturday. Racing. Saturday at Berlin tickets, just 12 bucks. When you buy them online, BerlinRaceway.com. go there, get the ticks. Parking is free. This is the most affordable thing you can take uh, advantage of. Parking is free 15 and under free. Uh, beer is cheap. Concessions are cheap considering it's a venue and, uh, you're going to have a great time. Awesome fun. For the whole family at Berlin Raceway, they welcome you to bring in a cooler 12 by 18 and smaller with snacks, no glass, no alcohol. September is Immunization Awareness Month. Kent County Health Department, accesskent.com slash health. They are awesome. Thank you so much to them for being part of the show. Uh, if you, if your kids need immunizations, all right, it's important that they get this done and you can have this taken care of for little or no cost if you qualify accesskent.com slash health. Go to the website, all the information you need about the immunizations that you can get for your child. I'm talking about measles, mumps, rubella, pertussis, meningitis, the uh, vaccine to prevent against cervical cancer. Get that taken care of as well. Also, if you need information about the WIC program, any personal health services like HIV testing and, uh, uh, Breastfeeding, all at accesskent.com slash health. All right, great group over there at the Kent County Health Department. Every week, I like to check in 
with my buddy Kyle from Dumpster Divers. He's logging in right now. I see him. I hear him. Kyle, welcome back to the show, buddy. How are things at Dumpster Divers? Good, dude. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. I hear you. I see you. Everything's great. Heck yeah. Is it breaking up or is it outside, dude? Yeah, it got a little wonky there, but uh, I, I, you know, um, it's nothing we can't we can't handle, Kyle. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm get, I'm getting tired of this internet, dude. Uh, you know what you should do is not far from you is my friends at Blue Frost IT. They can probably set you up with everything you need to have so that you don't have to sit in the hallway. Right. Well, here's the thing. It's 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 not uh, it's not my it's not like dumpster divers internet no. like the building. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, it is. I will say it is free. We don't have to pay for it. So yeah. That's nice. But you know what? Come on, baby. I can live with that. What did you think about the uh, the story about the guy trying to break into the house, and uh, the dad ended up shooting the fucker? Yeah. So I, I was just watching that. I I do want to say, um. You, you at this point, you guys know that I'm always talking about my Aspergery mind um, with my qualities of Aspergers. So my emotional um, intelligence in in those regards, I wouldn't say emotional intelligence, but I'm I'm like emotionally disconnected from like the human experience, I guess you'd say. So yeah, I say fucking shoot him, dude. I mean, you oh, absolutely. Him. Now I, I now in the audience, Amanda um, today is. Um, is feeling exceptionally stupid and she is um as much as i love her she's actually going down the road of how can you guys say that that's someone's son and there was three or four people in the house they could have overpowered him yeah so you're telling me that you would risk that you would risk the life of your daughter uh, for some maniac who's so crazy, he's willing to break into your fucking home. Oh my God. Yeah, I did say, I saw, um, I did reply to it. I will say, I agree with her in the fact that it probably would have been way more satisfying to just beat the shit out of him. Like really bad. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Just felt better about yourself. If you just fucking laid some punches and some uppercuts, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and that's, that's okay. Uh, it's okay for her to be dumb. It's okay for other, uh, members of the audience like Jesse to support her in that stupidity. But in my opinion, and everybody has one. And I, you know, you can say I'm stupid and I can say you're stupid. That is a stupid way to go about it. If someone's trying to break into your home, you put as much lead in them as humanly possible. Okay? You shoot as many times as the gun will allow you. Yeah, don't don't try to break in, dude. <laughs> uh, I got a text from you yesterday and it was all caps and you said you had some amazing things to discuss with me i uh, dude, dude i got some fucking content today dude and so i gotta tell you guys a story so um i spent last night uh doing intense google searching to make sure that the story i'm about to tell you isn't like uh illegal like it isn't like slander or like defamation or whatever but i found out that if it's the truth if it's the true story then you can't get in trouble so I'm gonna fucking tell you guys this, this crazy story about 
one thing happened to us like two years ago, and then one thing happened to us Monday, and it's fucking loaded. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so here's what happened, right? So um, I there's a company out there, um, and I don't know if any of the listeners know the company, but it's called Next Day Roofing and Construction. They're in like Coopersville area. Have you heard of this company? No, no, I haven't heard of that. By the way, you you talk about slander. Are you gonna get me in trouble? Are you gonna say? Is it gonna be like, well, hey, Eric, you put them on? <laughs> no, I don't. I you can't. It's I, I I looked it up quite a bit last night. If it's the truth, is like the ultimate. It can't be considered it if it's a true story. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, do you do you not want me to tell it because you? No, no. I, no, 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 totally. no. Okay, so okay, so here, um, that company, right? Uh, I I grew up with the guy, so um, that owns it. And then in the uh, um, when I was in college, at one point in time, I like worked as a roofer with them for like a summer, but it was just not going well. Company was not doing good. They like weren't paying me and stuff. So I was like, I'm freaking out of here, dude. Yeah. Like kind of shitty, like a shitty view, right? But I, you know me, like I'm like I like get, I like get things and like I'm very chill about stuff. So I'm like, well, you know, company is doing bad, like whatever. I'm not gonna make a big deal. But I'm just gonna fucking go about my way, get a new job or whatever. Um, so blah blah blah, that that happened. But then, um, so what happened is like two years ago, um, and I was at Dumpster Divers at this point. Um, I went to the Home and Garden show. You know that they have it like the DeVos place or yes. whatever every year. Right. So I went down there um, and I bumped into him there and they had like a booth or whatever. And it was all crazy. And there's like a bunch of employees and stuff. Um, and they were like, oh, yeah, we're doing really good. And like, blah, blah, blah. So like everything seemed cool or whatever. So um, we were like, I was like, yeah, let's I have a dumpster company. Let's uh, let's hook each other up. You know what I mean? So we were like set up this account or whatever. And like I rented them like two or three dumpsters maybe and again like i know i knew this guy like we played football together like when we were kids we like, went to the same high school and everything so anyways um then like as roofers tend to do um they would always be like oh there's no way that like when we jumped the contents like it, it was fucking heavy because like shingles are like the heaviest shit you yeah know? right you know what i mean and um, so uh, th they would always be like, oh, there's no way it weighed that much. And I'm like, dude, like I'm showing you the receipts from the landfill. That's how much it weighs, dude. Right. Um, so anyways, they were bitching at us about that. But then um, this is where the real shape happened. So they rented a dumpster from us to do this lady's roof. Um, and I don't remember where she lives. Somewhere down Port Sheldon, way down there somewhere. Um so we drop off the dumpster, make sure it's in the right spot. Everything's cool. Um, and they have like a long driveway. It kind of goes through like a little bit of woods back by the house. And so like the long part of the is like really shitty, right? Like probably poured in like the 1970s, right? Okay. Then um, they built like a pole barn kind of deal, like off to the side of the driveway and then like poured like this new driveway part, right? So there's like new driveway and old driveway that, that, that meet. Anyway, so then they call us the next day. They're like, oh, yeah, like we need you to move the dumpster to the other side of the driveway, like over like two feet because they need to get out of the garage. And I'm like, wow, that fucking sucks because we were just there yesterday. And we asked somewhere to put it, but whatever. I was just being cool. So we went there and moved the dumpster to the other side of the driveway, right? 
this is where it gets interesting. I know I I did a lot of backstory here, but That's so okay. then they, they they call us like a day or two later, the roof next day, the roofing company, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this lady's pissed at you guys." And I'm like, "Why?" And they're like, "Oh, you, you got you broke her driveway." And I'm like, "What?" And she was like, "Yeah, she said that um cuz Emilio, um he went out there to move it. She's like, "Oh yeah, she said that um he p- picked up the dumpster to move it over and then he off of the truck and it shattered the driveway and i'm like you can't like you can't drop it like there's no possible way to drop the dumpster you could only like lightly set it down and like you know what i mean there's no possible way it's 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 uh it's it's foolproof it's hydraulics and it it lowers appropriately yeah for sure so anyways i'm like oh like you know she's like they're like oh she's gonna sue you you better go out there so I went out there and we took a look or whatever and like looking at it. And so this lady is nuts, right? So she's like, oh, yeah, I was watching you guys out the window and I saw you drop it. And we're like, okay. And she was like, uh, well, actually, she's like, my son saw you do it. I, it wasn't me. I, you know, my son saw you do it. And then she, we're like talking about it. She goes, well, actually, my son was in the backyard and he heard something. So then he went around and uh, saw that you guys broke the driveway. Okay, and so he didn't see shit. Right. Yeah. So I know. But then she goes, actually, never. No, it wasn't my son. It was me. I heard something in the back. So she's like making it up. Right. So I'm like, but ma'am, we can't like we can't drop it. It's impossible. You know? Yeah. And then she's like, well, look, she's like, well, look what you did. So there's like, again, it's like a really shitty driveway, like cracks galore. Right. So then I go and I look and like I was telling you, like the new poor driveway meets the the old part of the driveway yeah. to make like this huge this huge cement compound type thing right so w- when they poured the new driveway the guys obviously had like some leftover concrete or whatever and they they started patching a bunch of the cracks on the old part of the driveway right so like you could tell like when they put like there was already cracks in the old part and those cracks specifically were the ones that they said that we made and I'm like confused right i'm like so you're telling me that we made these cracks but these cracks were here before when they're putting the old when they were putting the new part in to cover the cracks and she's like well i don't know she's like but i know that you guys broke my driveway wow right so i called uh the roofing company back and i was talking and i'm like i think that she's trying to scam you guys you know and like or the proxy trying to scam us i'm like i'm explaining everything and I was talking to uh, my buddy, well, my, the guy I knew, his wife, on the phone. And she's like, well, we just really need to get this dealt with because they're actually our friends. Like, this is our family friend or whatever. Ah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So now it's becoming crystal clear to me that you guys just got together and was like, yeah, I, need, I, want, I want a new driveway. Right. And we're just going to blame the roofing company for it. Right. So anyways, then they started like threatening me and they're like oh yeah she's gonna sue you like it's gonna be 10 grand we'll take you to court and blah 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 and like sending me all these pictures of the driveway oh shit so they're like we're coming after you right and then i'm like do it like i don't see how you could possibly win this and then nothing ever happened right like you can't obviously they knew they're like well fuck Uh, kyle he figured it out you know we can't do it wow so anyways, that's story like so we stopped working with them, right? Like so that's some shady shit. Wasn't cool with it, right? So then fast forward to now, this is what just happened to us this week, right? So that 
Comics Day has obviously burned all their bridges with all the local roofing companies. Or I'm sorry, all the local dumpster companies. Okay. Um, because they had recently, they just hired some new lady, um, and she sent us an email and said, "Hey, I just got hired, and my job is to reach out to all the dumpster companies and see if we can form a relationship and blah blah blah." So you can tell that they're like, "Fuck, we're out of dumpster companies." Yeah. At the moment. So. What they're forced to do at this point is use third-party brokers. Um, so, like, for example, third, a third-party broker is, like, a random company. Like, the one one that we work with, they're located on the east side of the state. Yeah. And so what they do is... Little, uh, let me, let, let me, let me jump in. A uh, little lighter on the details. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, anyways... They're using this third-party broker, right? Third-party broker then calls us and orders the dumpster to get delivered somewhere, right? Okay. So the that company is our customer. We don't know anything about the orders, whatever. So we bring a dumpster out through Common Environmental. That's the third-party broker. We deliver them a dumpster. Apparently, their customer was next day roofing and construction, right? We didn't know this, whatever. So... Um, we drop off a dumpster and then it's allowed to sit there for 15 days, like through the, for the contract or whatever. So they, they finish their job and then that customer wants the dumpster gone. Right. So they call the next day. They're like, get the dumpster next day calls common environmental. They're like, get the dumpster. So this is where shit gets crazy. Right. So common environmental says, we're not going to pick up or it's not going to get picked up because you owe us 15 grand because they're not paying their fucking bills. Right. And I don't know what's going on. Credit cards are maxed out. They send them a check. The check bounced. Blah, 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 oh, blah, shit. Right? So shit's getting crazy. Right. So anyways, next day's customer, the guy who lives there or whatever, or it's his mom who lives there. Um, they just say that, oh, dumpster divers is not coming to pick up your dumpster. <laughs> they just blame it on us. Right? OK, so. Anyways, but we didn't know about this because nobody's talking to us about this, right? Like, common didn't, whatever. So then Monday, um, we get a call. They're like, from common, like, yeah, don't pick it up yet. They haven't paid us, blah, 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 whatever. Then Monday night, we get an angry voicemail from the guy who lives there or on behalf of his mom or whatever. And he was like, hey, you guys suck. And he was like, really pissed at us. He's like, you won't pick up the dumpster. And like, he's like, really pissed, right? So I'm trying to figure out what's going on because we don't really have any clue at this point because it's not, we're not the the company like it's right. the other company the third broker. So anyways, then we get a threatening voicemail from one of the managers at Next Day. This one guy, he's like, "Hey, here's what you're gonna do." He's like, "You got till 5 p.m. tomorrow to go get the dumpster." He's like, "If you don't, I'm gonna strap." I don't know how this would work. He's like, "I'm gonna strap a chain." to the dumpster and I'm going to drag it out into the middle of the road. So I, don't, <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Right. Like in my head, I'm thinking, well, you're just going to, you're going to ruin the driveway. Yeah. You're going to ruin the driveway and probably take years of life off your truck. Right. Exactly. So anyway, so he threatens us. Right. So then we called common environmental in the morning and we sort everything out. Right. So then I get in contact with that manager. Right. So I, I tried calling him and like, I don't know where he is, but I can't hear him. Right. So I, I started texting him and this is, this is where the story gets wild. Right. So, um, I'm like trying to figure out like, Hey, like what's going on, you know? And, um, so then he sends me a, a text and he was like, blah, blah, blah. This dumpster, uh, spelt wrong. He's be gone by five or y'all may or may not be missing a dumpster. 
He goes, I don't know who, but people are being difficult about pickup. Everyone's been paid since Friday. 5 p.m. is the deadline. Or have a text right back to kind of explain the situation. Then he goes, I can finish. He's like, oh, please and thank you. Have a blessed day. So I could tell he's being a dick, right? Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I've explained the situation. I'm like, hey, you know, we didn't know what was going on. You know, like nobody communicated with us about this. Um, allegedly, there's some payment issues going on in between you and Common. Like that's doesn't involve me. I don't really care about that. That's for you guys to figure out. But like, I'm headed out there now. I'll pick up the dumpster. We got clearance, right? Then I was like, but, but hey, dude. I'm like, listen, I, I'm being chill here, but like, don't fucking talk to me like that. You know what I mean? Don't be strong. <laughs> like, don't don't strong arm me and act like a bully. I'm like, why would you like threaten a company? Like. Why would one company threaten another company yeah. like about a dumb, you know what I mean? I'm like, maybe you weren't fully aware what was going on. So I can understand if you're a little confused, but I'm like, don't fucking do that, dude. Did he end up? Uh, he, yeah. What did, what did he say to that? So then he got more pissed. Oh, like he, he said some shit. And then he's like, strong arm question mark. He's like, you want to race to the dump spurs? <laughs> and so like, basically like, let's race there and see who gets there. And I'll drag it out. And then he goes, He's like, I'll be on the phone with Common Environmental next and put them in check, too. He's like, I do what I need to do to resolve issues. He's like, I don't care who it is. He's like, I get stuff done, whatever it takes like, I, to get what I need. He's like, maybe it's best for you and Environmental to get on the same page so you don't have issues like this again. He's like, you weren't bullied or strong-armed. He's like, I gave you an option. You move it or I move it. So anyways, at this point, I realized like the kind of dude I'm dealing with, like, like, like I would rather be tough than be smart. Type right. Dude. Right. So I'm like, so I'm like, LOL. I'm like, all right, my friend. I was like, I can see this isn't going anywhere. I was like, I'm really not sure who you put in check. I was like, I certainly feel unchecked. You know what I mean? I was like, and I don't get your point. I'm like, you, you caused the problem. So like, you know, whatever. So I was like, you have a good one. I'm like, I'm done with the conversation. Right. And then he's like, three parties to communicate one dumpster. That's my point. Go get the dumpster. I will tick tock. So then I got like a little pissed. You know what I mean? And I, so I, then I start fucking with him. Right. Cause I feel like this is my best option. So I'm like, right, listen, dude. I was like, I was like, I'll meet you out there. I was like, I want to, I want to see you move it. I was like, I want to see you drag it out into the road. I was like, that would probably make for a good laugh for me. I was like, I was like, how does how does 3 p.m. sound? <laughs> you know what I mean? And he was like, do what you're told and go get the dumpster. Ooh, do what you're told. Yeah, so I go, nah. <laughs> I was like, I'll wait for you. I was like, I'll be out there at 3, and I was like, I'll wait till 5. I was like, you know, if I have to. I was like, I don't see. I was like, I'll just leave it there. And I was like, what is track on a, dr a dry run charge? I was like, no sweat off my back. And then I go, tick tock. <laughs> oh, yes. So, then he's like, then he's like, why don't you just come up to next day and we'll save some fuel and time. Like, oh, he wants to fight. Right? He wants to fist fight. Yeah. And he was like, do your job. He's like, or maybe we can have a meeting at my shop or yours. So then I, I'm just laughing at this point. Right. So I go, and this is me being a smart ass. So I get that. But then I go, well, who would pick up the dumpster? then?" <laughs> and uh, so he's like, all right, funny guy. And I was like, nah, man. I was like, I'm just fucking with you. I was like, I'm just, I'm just trying to make the point that there's no reason to like be all up in my shit. Right. 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 I was like, there's no reason, there's no reason to talk like this. I was like, I'm just messing with you. I'm like, I'll get the dumpster. I was like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, it's just wild, man. 
And then like later he realized that the dumpster was gone. Right. And uh, he was like, he goes, Oh, funny that the dumpster is gone. When I thought we were meeting at three, he was like, what time? He's like, what time do you beat your shop? Funny guy. And I was like, dude, I was like, I just said I was fucking with you. I was like, I was like, you got to respect the balance of nature, dude. I'm like, if you're going to be a dick to somebody, like you can't be surprised right. when they be. When I want to call him. Me. I want to call this guy. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm like, you wanted to be dominant. I wanted to laugh. I was like, I, and then I say fucking way she goes, boys, which is a trailer park boys reference. But anyways, um, and I was like, I was like, just chill out, dude. I was like, there's no reason to like get in a fight and go to jail and all that stuff. I'm like, we got a life or whatever. So then he's, he's still mad. Right. So he sends me this text. He's like, or he's like, when given a choice, you can shut your hole. He was like, choose the choice that has less consequences pre you action. I don't know what that means. Um, he was like, by no means am I offended. I think you're an idiot. He's like, ignorance does not offend ah. me. And so I'm laughing. I'm like, I don't get what I, okay. Anyway, so then he was like basically saying all this stuff and saying how I'm I'm the idiot. And he's like, at the end of the day, you did what you're told and I got what I wanted. So I just said, LOL, because I was like, right. I'm not, I just don't want to talk to him anymore. Anyway, so then he goes, now he's like really mad. And this is the last text he sent, but he was like basically saying how I was acting tough. And I'm like, I'm not acting tough, dude. I'm just like fucking with you. But anyways, then he said he was going to show up to our shop with a work trailer um, to basically kill me. Right. He was like, no witnesses, no cops, no jail. And I'm like, holy shit. I know. I'm like, dude, like, I don't get it, dude. I'm like, I don't get like, it's a, it's a dumpster. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just one of those dudes that, like, I feel like I've seen enough movies where, like, when you act stupid tough like that, like, you always look like an idiot. So I was just like, all right, dude. I'm going to call him. I'm going to hang up with I'm going to tell you what. Uh, I, I want to call over there, but I, I, I want to fuck with him. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I got, I'm going to have to hear this. Okay, stand by. Okay. Oh, shit. Let me, uh, I want to star six, seven my number because I don't want him calling me back. Does that even work anymore? Are you sure? I think it does. Okay. Don't worry, I won't get you. I won't make this worse. Famous last words. Okay, here we go. Thank you for calling. This call may be recorded for quality insurance purposes. Come on. Now, he won't be able to hear you if someone does pick it up. You you can hear them, but they won't hear you. Come on. Hi, you've reached the voicemail of Chris Kelly with West Michigan Roofing. I am on the other call or away from my desk. Is that it? Yeah, Please so leave me a brief message with topic. your name. Tell Fuck, I looked at this. That's embarrassing. <laughs> okay, what are they called again? Oh, next day. Yeah, that was I fucked funny. that shit up. <laughs> You're just about to mess with the wrong company. I know it. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Three, five, nine. Yeah, that's the wrong company. To, yeah, it's the wrong company. It, Jesus, I'm sorry. Okay. 
Oh, now we're good. I promise. Oh, shit, it hung up on me. Dude, this sucks. Okay, this is what I'll do. I'm going to I'm gonna circle back to this, as Jen Psaki would say, and uh, I'll save it for, like, the Patreon or something like that. I've, 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 got, an, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Um, yeah, dude, so all of that, that's all true. That's all a true story about just shit that's happened, and uh, I thought it was some good-ass content. It is. It is. I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're okay. The guy sounds like a raging lunatic, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Anything else going on? Um, no. I, August, uh, it was a pretty good month for us at Dumpster Divers. We, uh, d- we're busy, dude. So I, I like it. Chill, dude. I like it. Okay. Uh, hey, I appreciate you. Are you doing anything over the weekend? Fun? Um, I think we're going to go tubing, I think. All right. Okay. Be careful, that'd, please. That'd be, cool. be careful. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. DumpsterDiversLLC.com. You're a good man, Kyle. Love you guys. All right. Peace, buddy. Kyle from Dumpster Divers, as always. Uh, Jesus Christ. I, uh, I, I can't imagine putting up with that shit. Holy cow. But, uh, what I'll do is on the Patreon, I'm, uh, I'm, I can try to get a hold of this guy or at least someone from that company and put a scenario forth um, that involves dumpsters. I haven't quite yet formulated it, but that is something that needs to happen. Good thing we still have that Patreon coming up. I'll at least try. I can't guarantee. I mean, I called and the thing didn't pick up. The comment um, from Tyler, who was on fire, you can see... The ADD leaking out of Eric's ears. I thought this was Chris from Minnesota for a second. LOL. That is awesome. Very funny. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I was like, you know, come on. Less, little lighter on the details. Just a little lighter on the... I, I, I don't need... There's several... Leave it on the editing room floor. Okay? Chop, chop. This is this is what that story could have been like. Hey, I got in a fight with a roofer. What do you mean? Yeah, this guy was pissed off at me. And uh, this was the exchange we had. But this is how Kyle told it. So anyway, uh, 10 years ago, uh, I worked for this roofing company. Oh, my God. And then it, and then, then it went to, then I ran into him later at the home show. And then, so he's giving me every detail about the business arrangement between him and roofing company. You could have started with, so some asshole texted me. God damn it. Kuiper says the story needed the details. Ah, disagree. Kind of. It was a good story, though, Tyler says. Yeah, that's just me. That's the ADD talking. The ADHD talking. So that's more of a me problem, not a him problem. Okay, hire me on Cameo if you want me to review a stupid movie. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to Blue Frost IT. 
for being the managed IT service provider of this show. They are awesome. If you have any tech issues, that's who you call. If you want a tech uh, upgrade for your business, improve the uh, equipment that you use, you should probably get a estimate from them as to how much it's going to cost to do just that. Let them know what the technical aspects of your company are, and they will help you on their complimentary consultation, Blue Frost IT. Full House Comedy. If you want to see a comedy show in the area, all you need to do is go to fullhousecomedy.com and they will help you out. You can go see a show. Uh, Show's going on usually Thursday through Saturday. Fullhousecomedy.com. Your asshole of the day is brought to you by TC Paintball. Uh, We do this each and every day on the show. Next day, roofing is your asshole of the day. For what the guy did, tough talking our pal Kyle. Holy shit. Congrats. Next day, roofing. I appreciate you folks for being part of the show all this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tomorrow off. There is a, not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast show that will be published. Hope you enjoy that. And then the same thing on Monday back on uh, Tuesday with a fresh show. Honorable mention neighbor of dude protecting his house and family from a psycho. That was funny. Well, the incident wasn't funny. The fact that he's an asshole was funny. Not Nothing of that was funny. Nothing of that was funny. Well, what was funny maybe was um, Amanda's logic with a person invading your house to attack you and you're just supposed to uh, hit him with a pillow or something like that. I think that she suggested. And Jesse is the same way, just stupid. No. All right, folks, thank you so much. Talk to you down the road. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.